Hello, everybody. This is Gerald Salenti, and it's Thursday, November 17th, 2022. And here are some of today's trends in the news. And remember, the trend is your friend. And we're the only trend forecasting magazine in the entire world. So remember, if you want to know what in the world is going on, what it means, what's next, and what you might want to do, you want the Trends Journal, trendsjournal.com. There's no other magazine like it. We're giving you everything we can. We're averaging, by the way, over 150 pages a week and no advertisements. So, you know, if you, if you go to the mainstream media, I get, the, I get the, a bunch of newspapers every day and I get the New York Times, the toilet paper record. And I read all these, these different magazines and, and newspapers, particularly newspapers, because I want to see what, what everyone is saying and then assess it. You know, not one article, not one article in today's New York Times in any of the sections was trend relevant. And it, it, it's just, but I want to know what they're talking about. And what they're talking about is nothing going on and on about what's going on in the political scene. You know, it's, it's a loser's scene. Look at your magazine cover for this week. I mean, I got to read the, the toilet paper record, the New York Times, and the reality is the U.S. elections, Democrats versus Republicans equal Crips versus Bloods. They're both murderers and thieves. And look at the stupid repulsivekins over there. They brought back Mitch McConnell. The clown got more chins than Chinatown, that sloppy jerk over there, and his wife and his, into the system, you know, making all this dough, Republican leader. It shows you how low it's going, but that's what the media is. But they don't talk about that. So going on to the economic front, the stocks today, they were down over 300 points. And then they, they closed basically flat down just 7.5 points. And, and the S&P and the NASDAQ were down just a little bit. So what we're hearing day after day are different messages from the Fedsters, how much they're going to raise interest rates. And as Gregory Manorino wrote in this week's Trends Journal, no matter what the Fed does, it's not going to, it's not shaping inflation. And the whole thing is a farce. All the interest rates are going to do is put, you know, hurt we the people. And the bigs will get bigger because as things go down, they buy up everything. So when you're looking at real interest rates and real inflation, you know, the, the interest rates are really low. If you have a 7.2 average inflation in America, and you only have an overnight rate of 3.75 to 4, you have negative rates. And then when you go to, to Europe, with whether it's spiking, you know, with 10, 11%, you know, and you have a, what, a, a 1.5 uh, interest rate, you're way in negative territory. So the message is coming out, they're going to raise them higher, raise them lower, and the markets are moving on that. End of story. And each day, the, the, the different... Uh, message comes out from the Fedsters. So the oil prices today took a real big hit. They were down 3% 3 Brent crude. And this is really low. And they're saying because China may go back into lockdown, but also on the other side, they're saying because of less demand. Okay, now let's get this straight. The economy's going down and you're saying less demand, but yet you're going to raise interest rates? to slow inflation while the economy is going down and the numbers are in the oil prices. So what we have are mentally ill people in charge 
and they're fucking us over really big, but they've been doing it forever. So there's really nothing new about that. And they go on to say, um, uh, China reported rising COVID-19 infections and Chinese refiners have asked to reduce Saudi crude volume in December, Reuters reported, while also slowing Russian crude purchases. So again, now they're saying the markets went down today because you heard from different Fedsters like James Bullard, who said that uh, the policy rate is not yet in a zone that may be considered sufficiently restrictive. And then another one said, I'm looking at the labor market that is so tight. I don't know how you could continue to bring this level of inflation down without having some real slowing. And maybe we even have contraction in the economy to get there. Kansas City Fed President Esther George told the Wall Street Journal. Okay, so they're saying raising rates, right? This is from the Financial Times. Central banks to rein in jumbo rate increases as outlook darkens. Okay, you're getting conflicting stories. One's saying they're not going to raise them. The other's saying they are going to raise them. The whole thing is going down big. And uh, central bankers are shift are to shift towards more gradual monetary tightening, economists predict. And it goes on and on and on. Uh, <laughs> Capital economics expects that most of the next moves across a mere 20 central banks tracks to raise it 50 to 25 basis points. I guess they've been reading the Trends Journal because that's exactly what we've been saying. Exactly what we've been saying. Okay. You're seeing what's going on on the global front. ECB flags growing risk of financial turmoil. Oh, financial turmoil, and you're going to raise interest rates? No, we're going to lower them. So gold prices. Well, gold went down today, but we believe gold's hit its bottom in the, in the last range. It's not going to go below where it was when it hit that in the 1600s levels. And when you have economic turmoil and then you have global unrest, to me, again, we don't give financial advice. Gold is the number one safe haven. Then comes silver. And silver for another reason, and we'll get to that. Home Depot gets lift from higher prices. Oh, inflation. So, yeah, people are buying less and it's costing them more. And this is going on around the world. Inflation in UK rose more than expected in October, reaching 11.1%. Uh, rose more than who expected? Oh, you mean the fuck faces that you call the banksters? That said inflation in Europe from Lagarde saying it was not real. It was only temporary. We detailed it going back a year ago, over, over a year ago, year and a half ago. And in the United States, temporary transitory, same with the UK. And again, it's the F-U-C-K, because that's all they are, a bunch of fucks. And not the fucking that I like. Japanese economy contracts as consumer spending slows. Now, the Japanese, remember, they got interest rates really low. They've been pumping money into the system, buying government bonds, artificially jacking up their economy. And what's going on? The economy is slowing down. You're going to raise interest rates? We are on the cusp of the worst geopolitical and financial crisis in human history. I'm giving you all the sides, and that's what we do with trend forecasting. 
unlike the media, like Fox says they have their audience, MSNBC, we have our audience. I don't give a fuck what you believe. It's the facts that we put out there. And we analyze the information. And that's what we're giving you in the trends journal that you're not getting anywhere else in the world. The fall in Japan's GDP contrasts with the common expectation of a 1% rise. Yep. Real quarterly drop is 0.3%. And they're, and they're importing more. Imports gr grew almost 2%. Okay, imports are growing as your yen is tanking. So it's costing you a lot more to buy everything. Oh, by the way, they import just about all of their oil. And by the way, when the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor, go back and look what was happening with the United States cutting off their oil supply. But that we won't talk about that. Cost of heating homes in Northeast set to surge. Spot heating oil prices in New York Harbor were $4.47 a gallon on Monday. You ready? up nearly 97% from this time last year. So you tell me what raising interest rates are going to do to stop that. Are you not going to heat your home anymore? It's a scam. Yep. Diesel reaches record premium. On and on. Price of gasoline is up 14%. Diesel prices surge risk worsening European energy crisis. They're very, very, very diesel dependent. I'm telling you this. It's what's going on around the world. And that's what we're giving you. Prices for diesel and relative difference to the price of crude surge to record levels and are 70%. You ready? and 425% higher, respectively, than a year ago, according to the IEA, the International uh, Energy uh, Agency. Prices for diesel and the relative differences to the price of crude surged to record levels last month and are 70% and 425% higher respectively, than a year ago, according to the agency. Now, let's make all things connected. There are protests going on in Greece, in Italy, in Germany, in France, in Bulgaria, in Belgium, in Poland. Yeah. All over Europe. Businesses are closing down. Brought to you by, which they don't mention here, they blame it on the Russians. Blame it on the sanctions. The Russians wanted to keep selling their oil. They put the sanctions on Russia. Who does it hurt? The people. But not mentioned. Not mentioned at all. Very important. What to invest in. The energy sector is it, and alternative is the one. Love or hate the climate change movement, it's the reality. Going back to silver, companies race to build solar industry in U.S. Most of it's made in China, thanks to the, the uh, Bill Clinton, 
who brought China into the World Trade Organization and sucked our jobs out. The same scumbag that brought us NAFTA. The little fuck, the arrogant little fuck that killed 500,000 children under the age of five in Iraq when he put the sanctions on them. And you know, Madeline, not all that bright, may she rot in hell, who is the UN ambassador, the US ambassador to the UN is on Leslie Stahl and Leslie on 60 Minutes and Leslie Stahl asks Albright, is the death of 500,000 children under the age of five worth the price of the sanctions? He said, yes, it is. That guy, the Democrats used to be a different party before Clinton came in. It was the new Democrats and they became the repulsive kids plus. So anyway, going back to solar, it's the future and silver is used a lot in solar. So I believe silver prices are going to grow very strongly and the investment opportunities are definitely going to be in the alternative and in the energy sector. Very important. Tech firms drop office space in swift nationwide retreat. This is top story in yesterday's Wall Street Journal. This has been a top story in the Trends Journal now Going back to when the tech industry were the first, that guy Dorsey was going to go to South Africa, cancel the plans back in February 2020 when the COVID war began and they locked down everything and told people to stay home. The numbers are staggering. There's going to be a commercial business office sector bust, the likes of which are unimaginable. Your office occupancy rates in the United States are around 50% at best. In the big cities, lower than that. In Europe, around 46%. Companies in the technology sector have placed about 90 million square feet of office space on the sublease market, more than triple the 9.5 million square feet they looked to sublet in the fourth quarter of 2019. And then you had... You had Facebook, you had Google buying up all in New York City to put all over the place. You know, you're buying up every place. Meatpacking district in the city, the, hip, the hippest places. No more. They're pulling out. This is big because, as we've been saying, but now they're saying, office buildings are backed by $1.2 trillion of the 5.4 trillion in total commercial real estate debt that was outstanding at the end of the second quarter. More debt than any other asset type other than apartment buildings, according to data firm Treep Inc. Or Trep Inc. Okay. Now interest rates are going up. And so too are a lot of your loans. We are going to see a crash here that no one's talking about, that we warned about in the Trends Journal when they began locking everything down. And again, they keep blaming it on the pandemic. It's not the pandemic, it's the politicians. And again, the bigs keep getting bigger. SD Lauder is buying Tom Ford in a deal valued at 2.8 billion. Great, bigs keep getting bigger, everybody else keeps getting smaller. I did an interview today on WOR radio 
and uh, Joe Bartlett will be going up Saturday. And he asked me about this thing going on with this FTX thing, this scandal. And I said, it's been going on forever. I said, it's, you know, you had the subprime mortgage crisis, the derivatives, phony derivatives thing. And I said, you know, and then I, and I said, you had the Ponzi scheme. And the Ponzi scheme, of course, went back to the crash of 29 when that guy Ponzi screwed people out of their stocks. And now we got this guy, this FTX. This is the headline in CNBC as we just went on the air. FTX suggests Sam Bankman freed transferred assets to Bahama government custody after bankruptcy filing. Okay. So this guy, Sam Bankman freed is the new Ponzi, right? From what everything that they're saying. So as an Italian, no more the Ponzi scheme. Let's call it a Bankman freed scheme because Ponzi scheme was chump change to allegedly what Bankman freed did. So let's call it a Bankman Freed scheme and get rid of the Ponzi scheme. You know, you can't. Oh, oh, he's Jewish. You call me an anti-Semite if I said that. I'm sick of this shit. Oh, you got the Sopranos and all this other stuff. Oh, do that with the blacks. Yeah, how about Italian lives matter? You can keep you can keep defaming the Italians and calling things mafia. How about calling the spade a spade? Let's get rid of Ponzi scheme and call it a Bankman Freed scheme because that's a big one. If, of course, it is as they're saying it is. I'm not saying it is. If, as they said it is. And again, I write, I wrote that in my Zizzy book, so I'm not making this up. But Zizzy gave Honey Boy a true story about love, wisdom, and the soul of America. And that's one of my chapters in the in this thing about, uh, you know, they must think we're all morons. Was Columbus in the Mafia, 169. Yep. So I wrote about this in detail. About how, you know, they could keep telling the, uh, you know, I'm sick of this Mafia crap too, said Zizzy. I, I suppose Columbus was in the Mafia too. The Italians didn't corner the market on crime. We didn't invent it. It was going on long before we came to this country. Who wiped out the Indians and forced blacks into slavery? How about Babyface Nelson, Bonnie and Clyde, John Dillinger, Jesse James, Dutch Schultz, Buzzy Siegel, and Maya Lansky? Fine Italian boys, aren't they all? Zizzy asked sarcastically. Yep. So anyway, that's what we're saying. Enough of this shit. Yeah, this is what I wrote over here. Would the economists have gotten away with portraying blacks as lazy welfare queens or the Irish as drunken cops? Certainly not. When Marlon Brando said the Jews controlled Hollywood, he was condemned and he had to apologize publicly. And if the Sopranos brand of stereotyping is it not deemed offensive by political correctness advocates and the show is awarded trophies by the media for its brilliance, then why not bring back Amos and Andy? Yeah, it's bullshit. Anyway, going back on to bullshit. You ready for this? Russian strikes targeting civilian infrastructure. Ukraine could constitute, in Ukraine could constitute war crimes and perpetrators will be held to account. The French foreign ministry said on Thursday. Oh, okay. Targeting civilian infrastructure. 
Unlike the France, to say, what you guys do in Algeria for all those centuries, huh? Oh, yeah. How about down in Mali? The French. You fucking murderous pricks. You started the Libyan war. Yeah. You forgot that, huh? Oh, you got Obama into it and Hillary Clinton and Samantha Power and Susan Rice and Sarkozy, that little arrogant fuck. Oh, what are you talking about? Oh, how about what NATO did to Yugoslavia? Bombing the hell out of that. Oh, that was fine. How about what America's did all over Iraq? Annihilating one city after another. Syria. What hypocrisy. That's the hypocrisy, and that's what I'm showing you. And by the way, if you go to trendsjournal.com, you can get Zidzi and Honey Boy. You can see the movie, too. There's only 15 minutes of it if you go on YouTube. Doris Roberts, the woman who played the mother in Everyone Loves Raymond, played my aunt, and then she died 15 minutes into the movie. But you can go to trendsjournal.com and get the book. Of everything I've ever written, this is my favorite by far. Zidzi, by the way, is the Neapolitan dialect for auntie. Zia is your aunt. Zitsi was your auntie. And I had great aunts and uncles and parents, and I'm blessed. That's why I am who I am. They gave me everything they had to be a man that I am and to live the spirit of life. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Yeah. Not allowed to say happiness anymore in this fucking country. Well, liberty. Okay. Going back to Ukraine. These strikes have again deliberately targeted civilian infrastructure affecting the electricity supply of homes in Ukraine, said the French foreign minister. These strikes against civilian targets may constitute war crimes. Again, let's see how this happened because nobody talks about it. Number one, we wrote about how the United States overthrew the democratically elected government of Viktor Yanukovych in Ukraine in 2014 and the events leading up to it and after it. Number two, why did the war escalate in Ukraine? It escalated after they blew up the Russian Nord Stream pipelines. All right? And Putin said, okay, you're doing this. Oh, and then I forgot. They blew up the Crimea Bridge. And that was it. Putin said, okay, we're ramping it up now. You ramped it up. We're ramping it up. Again, totally opposed to the war. Totally understand why it happened. Number two. You got that shithead that plays our secretary of state, a little daddy, little arrogant daddy's boy, Anthony Blinken. I went to Dalton. I went to Harvard. Don't you know my daddy was? Yeah. That's the guy that Obama, the Nobel Peace of Crap Prize winner, sent over to Yemen when Saudi Arabia announced, announced from Washington, D.C. that they were going to attack Yemen. Blinken's the boy, the undersecretary of state, you're under your, you know what, that went over there to give them intelligence so the Americans could kill more, help the Saudis kill more Yemenis, which never makes the news. This is his statement. This is about how on Tuesday, the big news was that Russia bombed Poland and killed two civilians. All them dead Palestinians that keep going, forget about them. All the Yemenis, we don't care about them. They kill them. Tigray, who cares? About, what's a Tigray? Is that like Earl Grey? Yeah, no care. nobody cares about that. But so the news was that in Poland, a Russian missile hit, killed two people. Big news. Whoop, whoop. 
And then Russia said right away, no, we saw the, it's not, not us. And they agree now it wasn't Russia, it was Ukraine that did it. And we've been saying there's going to be a false flag that's going to ignite officially World War III. World War III has officially begun. Matter of fact, the bullshit, like on the Drudge Report, they said, this stopped world, you know, it could have started World War III or something. World War, world War III stopped it. No, it's already begun. This is the kind of thing that makes it official. Like I said, you know, oh, World War II began when the, the, when the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor and, and World War I began when they assassinated the Archduke Ferdinand in Sarajevo. Yeah, that was it. Okay. Anyway, U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken said that Russia was ultimately responsible for the tragic incident in Poland. Addressing reporters, prostitutes, little media whores that put out for their corporate pimps and their government whoremasters, at an Asia-Pacific summit in Bangkok, yeah, real cock that Blinken, oh, Bangkok, yeah. Uh, Blinken said that he had spoken with the Ukrainian counterpart in the investigation into the blast, but, quote, added, whatever its final conclusion, we already know the party ultimate responsible for this tragic incident is Russia. Who the fuck are you talking to? Who the fuck are you talking to? The Ukrainians did it, and you're blaming it on the Russians. This is the propaganda that people swallow, and this is what the mainstream media puts out. Nobody comes after him for this. Nobody. And that's why you subscribe to the Trends Journal. We're doing everything we can to help you. United we stand, divided we fall. So subscribe to the Trends Journal. It's not only going to help you, it's going to help us. The more subscribers we get, the more that we do. And we're giving everything we can. So you give what you can. Because we're giving you everything we can. And you need to spread the word. And again, it's $149 a year. Is that like less than $3 a week? Like it's like one shitty cup of coffee at Starbucks. Anyway. Yep. That's the, that's the propaganda that they're using. We view... We share the view that Russia bears full responsibility for the miserable terror and its subsequent consequences on the territory of Ukraine, Poland, and Moldova. Foreign Minister Kuliba, or whatever the hell his name is, said on Twitter, this is the guy from uh, Ukraine, I guess. Yep. After speaking with um, Joe Biden said that... Uh, On Thursday, disputed Russian President Zelensky's statement that the missile that landed in Poland on Tuesday, killing two, was not of Ukraine origin. That's not the evidence Biden tells reporters. Yep. Now, let's go back to Monday. The big news was that Ukraine was moving into more and getting more territory from Russia that Russia took. And Zelensky said that they were winning and victory was at hand, basically. And now the whole story has changed. Russia's over, over 10 million people in Ukraine have lost their electricity. Winter's setting in. Places being destroyed. No talks of peace. Joint Chiefs of Staff Mark Miley said, quote, Russians have failed every single time. Let's stop right there. They haven't lost every single time. They beat Napoleon and they beat Hitler. But 
they lost strategically. No, they haven't. They've lost operationally. No, they haven't. And I repeat, they lost tactically. No, they haven't. All, all, nothing but smiley, miley. It's Miley shit. Smiley Miley bullshit. That guy, boy, Maron, you look at this guy with his eyes, the bags on him. What an unhealthy looking cat. Yep, he goes on to say that um, what they tried to do, they failed at. Miley said Wednesday at a press conference with Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. Yeah, the guy that was formerly on the board of directors of Raytheon, the second largest defense contractor in America. The strategic reframing of their objectives of illegal invasion have failed. Every single one of them. Unlike America's illegal invasions that have failed, every single one of them. And they haven't failed. They control over 20% of Ukraine that they didn't control before they invaded. But total lie. And this is why you subscribe to the Trends Journal. Because they put out this bullshit and nobody counters them. Across the entire frontline traces of some 900 or so kilometers, the Ukrainians have advanced success after success after success. 900 kilometers, that's it. That's not success. But anyway, that's what we're giving you that they're not. And uh, we're getting a lot more here, but we're getting a you know, lot, lot more in your trends journal. One of the ones, Target, came out and said that one of the reasons they're, they're, um, their sales are down is because of all the theft. And in New York, for example, shoplifting, there were 32,358 retail theft complaints in 2020. That's when the COVID war began. Now there are 43,864. That was in 2021. Remember what we warned this. When people lose everything and have nothing left to lose, they lose it. They're losing their minds. They're losing their money. They're losing their lives. Another story, another article. Again, we've been writing in the Trends Journal. Therapists say they can't meet high demand as anxiety, depression lingers. This is the bullshit that they say. The high demand for therapy is the latest sign of the ongoing U.S. mental health crisis exacerbated by the coronavirus pandemic. No, not exacerbated by the coronavirus pandemic, by the politicians who destroyed the lives and livelihoods of billions of people across the globe. How many people do you know died of COVID? I ask everybody. Most of my friends don't know anybody. The ones they know are elderly or were suffering from pre-existing chronic conditions. Nobody says it's the bullshit crap these scumbags made up of locking down businesses, making people stay at home. Kids can't go out in the playground, can't get off that swing, locking them up, can't go to the beach, you can't go see your friends, can't have a party, and it's fucked them all up. But nobody says this but us and a few others. So that's it for now. And remember, tune in yesterday's Salenti and the Judge. It's a great one. And please subscribe. Salenti and the Judge, Judge Andrew Napolitano calls it out like nobody else. And by the way, this Trump running for president is going nowhere and it's only going to hurt things worse. Again, we the Trends Journal, by the way, was the first magazine to call Trump a winner to beat Hillary Clinton in May of 2016, the 2016 races that came in November. So it's not like we like, dislike, and that's why we call it. The guy's a loser, man. And if he was a winner, 
the Repulsivkins would have won many, many more seats, and they didn't. So this is really stupid. But hey, stupid people are in charge. Remember what Eisenhower said, five-star general, supreme commander of the Allied forces, and two-term president. You could Google it up. Any man seeking the office of president is either an egomaniac or crazy. That's it. So long. See you soon. From COVID war to Ukraine war to world war. Are you prepared for what's next? These are unprecedented times. What's next? What's going to happen? Read the Trends Journal. We have an unsurpassed track record of forecasting history before it happens. Subscribe to the Trends Journal. Read history before it happens. From the world leader in trend forecasting.